Hello, and welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today, I have on another special guest. I have William Abe. Hi, William. Hi. And so let me do his introduction for you. Okay. Bill is one of the owners and senior, senior credit repair specialist at Green Ridge Financial. His company was founded in June 2021, not that long ago and during a crazy time. <laughs> but he was uh, has many years of personal experience in helping family and friends. Prior to starting the company with his wife, Bill worked in public safety at various levels of the government for over 20 years, which is crazy. Okay. So my first question, as I read your intro, is how do you, so public safety, that's like officer working, you know, out in the field, all that kind of fun stuff, right? Yeah. So I was, uh, I was an EMT. Uh, I was a 911 dispatcher and a police officer. Wow. So you did that for 20 years. Did you just get burnt out or how do you go from being hands-on in the field to going, let's talk about money? Oh, it was one of those things where I, I had climbed the ranks and I got into uh, administration and it was just something that uh, it just, I kind of lost the passion for it, I think at some point. And I, I wanted to move on to something else where I could still help people, but use a different type of skill set. I love that. And I think we all have experienced that in some way or form where we're doing something. We love it. You know, at 18, you're going, this is what I'm going to do the rest of my life, you know? And <laughs> there's a certain point in your life where you go, okay, time to move on. What else is out there? So what was that moment when you decided to work in credit repair, but also work with your wife? Well, it was something that, you know, my wife and I, we wanted to be able to spend more time together. Uh, we wanted to have the freedom of mobility and to be able to travel. And I looked at a lot of jobs that people in my private or my previous industry had worked in. Uh, you know, they would go into armed security or be private investigators or work in some type of corporate security. And none of that really interested me. So I, I wanted to find something that, you know, I had the, the knowledge and the skills to do, but it was something completely different from what everybody else was doing. And, you know, I thought about um, you know, things that I've done in the past. And I just happened to uh, one day get uh, a Facebook ad for a company that offers courses and software in managing a credit repair business. And you know, the light bulb just kind of went off. It was like almost like it was a you know, sign from above. And you know, my wife and I talked about it and it really, it checked off a lot of the boxes. And you know, we said, that's it. This is, this is our path. This is what we do. That's so funny because I feel like a lot of the people that interview, there's always that one thing that like, there's that sign they're going, you know what? I see it. I'm just going to try and see where it takes me. And it usually takes them to somewhere pretty crazy where it's starting their own business or starting that passion, found that relationship, you know? So it's funny how these little signs do come into our life and we go, all right, let's just see what happens, man. Let's <laughs> just go with it. So yeah. that, that's so cool that you are able to take that chance. And, you know, then also you said to work with your wife. So that's, that's really beautiful. So tell us about Green Ridge Financial. So it says credit card repair. We see a thousand ads all the time. There's this new app out. I just literally saw one this morning. There's another app for a credit repair. So can you tell me about what your credit repair is about? So our, our, our mission is pretty simple. You know, we help our clients navigate the different federal and state consumer protection laws to ensure that their credit history is fairly and accurately reported. Um, and by doing this, you know, we hope to change people's lives by helping them achieve their financial goals of homeownership and whatever else it is that they're looking to do. 
um, what kind of sets us apart maybe from some of those other companies and those apps and things that, you know, you see these ads for all the time is that you get us, you know, we're, we're hands-on with this, you know, we're, we're not just passing you off to a call center somewhere. You're, you're not just a number, you know, we, we actually get to know the clients one-on-one and we think that that really helps to be able to figure out how to mold the program to fit what their end goals are. You said a couple of things there. The first thing you said was getting an accurate credit score. Before we get into how you're different, which is, I love why you're different. Can you tell me what that means? Are you telling me that a lot of our credit scores aren't always accurate? Yes, unfortunately, um, the Federal Trade Commission uh, did a study on that and said that about 79% of Americans have at least one error on their credit report, uh, which is astounding. And, you know, we, we look at these credit reports all the time, and it, it could be something as simple as a, a name is spelled wrong, or maybe there's information on there that doesn't belong to you, especially people that have common names with a family member, you know, juniors, seniors, thirds, things like that. Uh, so you can end up with someone else's information on your report, um, which is, you know, a, a negative thing. Uh, there may be things on there, uh, and we see this frequently, where the information just doesn't match across the board from one bureau to another. And we, we have to look at why that is, you know, we look at these different errors and these are the different types of disputes that we challenge with these credit bureaus to say, wait a minute, hold on. You need to look into this more and make sure that this information is, is accurate because if it's not, you have to either update it and get, you know, updated information from the creditor or you have to remove it because this, this potentially could be hurting this person from being able to attain financing um, from simple clerical errors. Now that my jaw is off the ground, so I'm still thinking about that 79% in my head. <laughs> That's so insane to me that they're that high percentage. I was thought you were gonna say like maybe 20. I was thinking 30 max, but 79%. That's huge. It, that's it is little, huge. And no one's checking. We're not checking. No, most people don't. We just look at that credit score going, okay, I guess I'm still screwed. I can't get that car. I can't get that loan, you know. But you're also saying too that. We're, and I've seen this, I've had one score say this and another person say that I had this score. And sometimes they're kind of dramatically different. They, they are. And, and there, there is another reason for that too, is because there's different scoring types, there's different scoring models, even within that, you know, you, I'm sure most people have heard of FICO scores, uh, there's Vantage scores, but even within them, there's different models that are used. Um, so it, it can vary based on if you're applying for a, a credit card or a car loan or a mortgage. So th those numbers can be all over the place. That's where, you know, sometimes we work with people and they say, well, I, I looked up my score on, uh, you know, credit karma or credit sesame, and it says this, but when I go and I, and they run me at a car dealership, it's so drastically different. And, and that's really because there's, there's different scoring models out there. Right. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Okay. But now you're telling me that it, this is you and your wife, right? So your number, again, going back to that 79% is so huge. It affects so much. But I think, you know, you saying that you and your wife are hands-on, this is pretty stressful. And I know this is, you know, a stress-less podcast, but being serious that your credit score is pretty stressful because it's it's used for everything. It, it is, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's not just being able to get a loan to buy a car or a mortgage, but it, it can affect... Um, rates on insurance 
you know, for your, your car insurance or your homeowner's insurance. Um, it, it can even prevent people from getting jobs. You know, there's a lot of jobs depending on uh, what type of industry that you work in where they actually do credit checks and, and backgrounds on that. And it, it can prevent somebody from getting into a career path that they, you know, they really worked hard for. That's so insane. It's it, yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. So what do you feel is the most stressful part about someone's checking their credit score or going through this process? Uh, well, I mean, first is, is that the unknown, you know, when, when someone hasn't looked at it in a while, or maybe they've never looked at it, it's just kind of that fear of if I, <laughs> I open this credit report, what am I going to see? How do I fix yeah. this? You know, so that's probably the next part of it is just not knowing what to do and, and where to go from there. And, and that's kind of, you know, that's where we step in is we help to guide people through that process so that they don't feel like they're alone. And that's what it feels like. I feel, you know, I interview a couple of people that work in some type of form of the finance. And I think yours is obviously very different and more specific on what a lot of us are looking for and need. And I think, you know, that's the biggest thing is that we feel alone. We feel awkward too about showing up someone else our credit score going, hey, I don't know what to do with this number, but I need help. I think that's super huge and awkward too, you know? It is. And it's, it's, uh, you know, it's something that people sometimes are embarrassed about. You know, I, I had a, a good friend of mine who, you know, a couple of weeks ago, him and I were, you know, met at a, our you know local bar that we go to, we're sitting there having a beer and we're just catching up. And he's telling me about, you know, this house that he wants to buy. And he said, but you know what? He goes, but my credit score, he goes, it's just not good. And he said, I, I know, he goes, I know what you do. He goes, I know what you're going to tell me. He goes, but he goes, I'm so embarrassed for you to look at my credit report, you know, and I, I tried to comfort him and he said, you know, he goes, I know he, is, he said, I, there's nobody else that I would trust to do this. But at the same time, he goes, we've known each other for so long. I'm just so embarrassed by it. You know, yeah. so I, I did try to comfort him a little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think I think he's going to come around to it and I'm going to try to do what I can do to help him. But um, it, it is it's it's something that people do. You know, they, they just they're nervous about they get embarrassed by it. It is. And I think, you know, I think that's half society right there, though. You know, like you said, there's so many ways we're checking it for different reasons. And so there's, there's a lot of pressure on it. You know, it's it's our finance. It's our shows who we are in some type of way, you know. And so but like you're saying, there's so many ways that it could be wrong because, of, you know, report, maybe we're a junior. There's so many different things we have to check in on it, you know, so just to get that known. But you also said there's steps we can take. So you check for accuracy. You check to see if both, you know, all we're matching across the board. Now, say that, you know, you got that part figured out. Is there some another part of the process where you help us um, increase our credit score? So uh, uh, besides, you know, working on getting those negative things, you know, updated or removed uh, once a month, we meet with our clients either by telephone or Zoom. And we do what we call a coaching session. And we talk about uh, maybe some of their spending habits, you know, because we'll look, you know, month to month at their credit reports. And if we see that, you know, maybe they're going over on their credit limit or not even necessarily going over, but they're, they're getting close to it. Um, we talk to them about their credit utilization and how that affects their score going from month to month. Um, so we really try to coach them on some of those, you know, positive uh, credit building things that they can do. And we do offer um, different programs and products that we have access to that can help them with uh, better reporting of items they have. So there's things out there where, um, 
you know, your utility bills aren't something that normally show up on a credit report unless you've gone behind on them and they've gone to collections. But there are some products and services out there where they'll actually report that as positive credit on your credit report and help build that, you know, things that you're doing normally anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you can add that on there. Uh, if you are a renter, uh, there are programs out there that they can take your positive rental history and put that on your credit report. Again, something that you do every day or every month, but it isn't something that normally gets reported to a credit report unless you've gone to collections. So there, there's lots of different things out there that people can do to help build that positive credit. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. I think that's really important to note too, because I don't think many people know that. But I think, you know, like you said, it's something we were already doing and it's part of the good stuff that we are doing. Maybe we do have school debt, maybe we have car debt, things like that, or those little accuracies that we don't know about. But making note of the things that we actually are doing right because i think that's where a lot of us struggle with too it's like i'm doing all the right steps i'm making my way there but i'm not seeing that dent right so i think that's right. super huge and i think that's also like a relief to some of us it, it can be and and you know some people have seen you know big jumps in that you know something that we also do too is um we, we talk to them about what their credit score is made up of you know there there's all these different models and while they're proprietary and we don't know the exact formulas that these companies use we know what they're based on so we know that that a big chunk of it is based on your payment history you know that's 35 percent of your score uh, which is the biggest part is is you being able to pay your bills on time um, the next big part of that is your credit utilization you know, making sure that you're not going over a certain amount of it because that can really lower your score quickly. But paying those balances down can also boost that score right back up again. Um, and then one of the other things that's really important too, especially someone who may be applying for a mortgage in the future is having a good mix of credit on your report. So we have some people who maybe have only ever had a, a car loan and a credit card, but we can direct them to a product where they can get an installment loan and that adds a different type of credit to their report and that alone can can boost their score too because it, it's giving them a good mix of different type of accounts which is what uh, a lender wants to see to see that they can handle different types of debt interesting i guess that makes sense but it's funny again because a lot of us are going are being taught you can pay in cash paid in cash and you know so it's funny all the different things that we get taught, you know, that overload of information. So that that's good. It's good to know. Yeah, that, it, it's it's funny because that's how I, that's how I was raised. You know, my 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 parents, uh, we were you know one income family. You know, dad worked, and he was very much like that Dave Ramsey type of guy where he saved and everything was in cash. I mean, I to this day, I don't think my dad has a credit card. You know, he just doesn't. Really? The only credit he ever utilized was a mortgage. You know, that that was it. I don't even think we, you know, I can think of maybe one time as a kid that we might have had a car loan. But other than that, I know, uh, you know, my dad always paid cash, you know, that cash was king. And and a lot of people have that mindset. Um, and which is great. You know what I mean? That 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 keeps some people out of that financial trouble. If if they if they can do that and they can save and, and work hard, that, that is fantastic. But at, at some point, you're, you're going to need credit for something, you know, whether it's a school loan, you know, nobody, I, I, I don't know too many people that could afford to send their kid to college on cash alone, you know, they're, they're going to have to borrow some type of money. Um, and, and even buying a house, you know, and, and even somebody like Dave Ramsey, you know, will even concede to that, that you're, you're probably gonna have to get a mortgage to buy a house, you know, so if you don't know how to use this credit properly, 
uh, you're you're probably not going to be able to do that. So there there, there are ways, you know, and we teach people that that you can do these things. You can use credit responsibly to be able to obtain those larger goals. I love that. This is so cool. This, like I said, this is so much information. I think it's so good, but I think it's also my favorite thing is that it's bite-sized information. So then, you know, it's not overwhelming because again, this is something so important in a lot of our lives that what am I going to do? And I feel like you're given a lot of bite-sized information, which I think is great. Do you feel you have an ideal client? If someone's, you know, wanting to work with you, do you feel like there's someone that's um, more specific to work with you or what's your um, ideal client? So our, our ideal client um, is somebody that has that financial goal in mind. I mean, we've worked with clients who just wanted to improve their score just for the sake of improving their score. And, and we can help people like that. But it's it's good to have a solid end goal uh, to motivate that client. Right. Uh, they cannot be in an act of bankruptcy. Um, we can work with people that have that have had a bankruptcy. It, it has to be discharged. Gotcha. Uh, they have to have a stable source of income. Um, and they can't be in a, a financial situation that would prevent them from paying their bills on time during the process. You know, we don't want someone going into more debt or unwisely using credit to pay for our services. You know, nobody should have to weigh whether, you know, to pay our invoice or their electric bill. It's just counterproductive. So we, you know, we don't want to work with somebody that that's in that type of situation. Um, also, currently, um, we're only able to help clients in New Jersey. Uh, we have an application pending with the Department of State in Pennsylvania, uh, but apparently they're greatly understaffed right now and it's taking longer than normal to process that paperwork uh, but you know there there is a you know for people who don't live in new jersey or pennsylvania um we do have a diy product that is available to people in all 50 states um, so that we have an ebook in there there's letter templates there's all kinds of things that will guide them through that process um, and actually um, we're going to be offering your listeners a 15 percent discount um, that's going to be good till the end of the year oh, cool. with uh, the promo code Jess 15. That's so cool. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. I did not know that. Thank you. Thank you. That's so great. Oh, you're welcome. Awesome. I appreciate that. Um, so now someone's listening to your ideal client. They love what you're saying. What is the best way for them to contact you? Uh, so our, our website is probably the best way to get us greenridgefinancial.com. Um, or they can also reach us by phone, uh, 888-540-7784. Uh, but the, the website is probably the easiest because you can do it from, you know, any device and you can do it any time of day. Oh, awesome. Okay. This is great. And wherever you're listening from this podcast, it's in wherever notes came from. It came from the website, it came from a social media post, everything's going to repeat it for there. So you have all that contact information if you can get to write it down. Um, all right. I promised you a lightning round. Are you ready? <laughs> I, I think I'm ready. <laughs> I'll be nice. Okay. Nothing serious. All right. The first question. Um, what song is going to get you out on the dance floor? Uh, don't stop believing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. If I gave you $10,000, what's the first thing you're going to spend your money on? My kids. Oh, yeah. Do, doing something for my kids. Absolutely. I love that. Now, I'm, I want to ask you a traveling question, but before we started recording, we talked about your Amtrak <laughs> experience. <laughs> so I'm debating if I want to ask you a travel question. If you could travel anywhere, where would you travel? 
Uh, if I could travel anywhere, I, I would say anywhere in a warm Caribbean island. I, I love the beach. I love the sun and the sand and, and just that warmth. So uh, any place that I could get to in the Caribbean. Love it. And that's why you're in New Jersey, right? Um, right. <laughs> Bill, thank you so much for joining our my podcast. I'm so excited. This was such great information. I think everybody can take some type of notes away from this. So I really appreciate you taking your time out today. Thank you. And thanks for having me on.